Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Hey, fabulous, wonderful teacher. How are you today? I hope whatever day it is um, for you, it is a nice sunshiny one like it is here again today. It always puts you in a better mood, so I hope that for you as well. Um, I had thought the next few episodes were going to be about conferring, but I felt like I needed to hold off on that and talk about unit planning. This episode and next episode will be a little bit about mini lessons. So today will be unit planning, and it's going to be a pretty basic um, overall idea of unit planning, and I hope to revisit it in a little bit more detail sometime in the future. So I know everyone is coming from a different school or district where the curriculum that you have in place, they're all going to look different. And sometimes there are units written where writing has kind of a separate, um, like its own content area. And sometimes it is not. Sometimes writing is just fit in with a reading unit. Um, I've often seen where the writing portion is for the summative of the reading unit. And so you have to kind of see what's in your curriculum so that you are teaching what your school is expecting you to teach. But oftentimes I find that there's a lot of leeway with writing because it isn't in there as a separate content area, meaning there's not like a separate unit for writing itself. If there is, that's fabulous. And I hope you have some great tools to use or some flexibility with what you are able to use um, and teach. But if you have a curriculum where it's not laid out in such a way where there are these separate writing units, then you might want that and you might need to add some in. But you do obviously have to go along with what your school is providing for your curriculum and find out, you know, what that would mean exactly. So first of all, we know we have standards in writing and in language um, that we would want to incorporate into writing units. And, you know, they are what we are working towards in writing, um, especially the three that are genre-based. So um, there are, there is an opinion um, standard, informatory, oh my goodness, informative and explanatory standard, and a narrative standard. And each grade level, of course, is going to look a little bit different. They're going to start to progress and what the expectations are. The standards, though, do not tell you everything that you're going to need to teach in order to meet that goal, obviously. Um, And then there are also, there is also a general, a couple of general standards. One is um, in New Jersey and for Common Core Standards, it's 2.5. And it says, with guidance and support from adults and peers, focus on a topic and strengthen writing as needed through self-reflection, revising, and editing. So they're using the writing process and self-reflection. Um, and then beginning in grade three, there is also um, the 4.4, um, which is produce clear and coherent writing in which the development, organization, and style are appropriate to task, purpose, and audience. That is not our standard, a standard until grade three. There are also a couple of standards about research projects. I'm just not going to go into that right now. And then there are a few language standards as well that are going to be um, incorporated into or could be um, could be um, identified in a writing unit because you are going to be working towards those goals um, or towards those standards. And 
Um, so a couple of them would be things like, I'm trying to, trying to scroll down. I apologize. Um, for example, and I'm looking at a grade two one right now, but they're all the same, um, area of focus for 2.1, demonstrate command of conventions of standard English grammar and usage when writing or speaking. And they have things like using collective nouns, form and use frequently occurring um, irregular plural nouns. Um, they go, go down to say, it goes down to say, produce, expand and rearrange complete, simple, Oh my goodness, complete, simple, and compound sentences. I'm so sorry. And then uh, 2.2, demonstrate command of the conventions of standard English, capitalization, punctuation, and spelling when writing. And they have a few um, bullet points there. And um, use knowledge of language and its conventions when writing, speaking, reading, or listening. And it says, A, compare formal and informal uses of English. So obviously you have your standards that your writing is going to be working towards. <clears throat> then you want to think about what the purpose of your writing unit is, whether it be to meet the standards of a specific genre, um, plus, of course, any language standards, or are you wanting to, in addition to that, launch a writer's workshop or launch a writing instruction where the students are understanding what it looks like and what the procedures are, um, what they're able to write during writing time and things like that. You could have a unit that's just about revising. So let's say you really think that there hasn't been enough going on in your other units and you want, or you want to just kind of introduce what it looks like. If you do a revising unit, you can have students be writing any genre, any medium, and still be able to teach different strategies and techniques for revising as well as editing. You could be doing an author study and you could do a couple of different author studies where you're really showing the things that uh, skills, techniques that they use as writers, their craft moves. Um, and so depending on the type of unit and the focus of the unit, you will uh, change how long the unit might be. So a genre unit would be a little bit longer, I would say, than a revising unit or perhaps a launching unit. Um, so all of that kind of comes together, the timing and length of your unit, as well as, or I should just say the length of your unit, as well as the focus of your unit. So your next step is going to be considering your major goals for the unit. And this is going to be either driven from the curriculum that you have from your district or school or driven by you and what it is that you would like to see um, students doing or being able to do by the end of the unit. So if it were this were a launching unit, you would have goals like um, being able to collaborate with partners, being able to follow the workshop uh, routines, being able to write for an extended period of time. Those could be your goals. If it's going to be a revising unit, your goals might be that students um, consistently reread their work to revise, that students um, revise to um add or change or revise to improve quality of writing. You might even list a couple of techniques that they're using for revising. If you're doing a genre unit, um, and obviously this is all based on your grade level, your genre unit might be um, in second grade that students are able to, um, if it's a narrative unit, they're able to elaborate and show their um, events or their movement, um, small movement, perhaps if it's a personal narrative step-by-step. -step. Um, so you'll have things like that that you know for sure you want students to be able to do by the end of the unit. Now, how do you determine this? Well, 
it will go back to that idea of your baseline writing, knowing your students as writers by having them write something for you so that you can see what they're capable of doing at this point in time. And that is going to help you to decide where your classes as a whole and then where you, um, individual students are in that genre in revising. And so that's going to be something that's a little bit more of an observance when they are doing this baseline writing, or if you're able to see the marks that they make when they revise. Um, so it depends on the focus of the unit for what you want to look at um, in the beginning. For an author study, let's say you're looking at craft moves and then, or just looking to see what kinds of, you know, obviously the writing the students are doing. And then after you've done an author study and you've study different craft moves and techniques and figurative language or what have you, you see what they're able to apply afterwards. Um, so I do have previous um, a previous episode, episode 11, which does go into more detail about the um, baseline writing or an on-demand assessment writing piece. So let's say that you are doing an informational writing unit. And in that unit, you have an idea of what you would like students to do, like perhaps using facts and definitions and then using text features in order to teach about their topic, okay? Well, after you look at the baseline writing, you will probably gather some more ideas if you haven't, don't have some already, but you will definitely be able to fine tune the goals of, um, for what you're thinking about. So I would assume um, if you're in first, second grade, and this is your objective, that there aren't going to be many students who have a factor definition. They might have some content vocabulary, but they probably don't have any text features because they're just not used to being able to do that. So you'll see that your goal is a good one to have um, and that it's something that's starting from nothing. So you should definitely see some progress. Let's say you're in the fifth grade writing unit and you still want them to be able to use facts and text features, but you might see a few of them already when they do their baseline writing. But if you're looking through their baseline writing pieces for informational, let's say you just ask them to write something that they know a lot about, um, you might notice that they don't have much organization. Um, there Maybe there's a few students who have some subtitles or they've at least started to paragraph or put something on a different page, um, but maybe most of them do not have the right details put together with a mean idea, or maybe they're not paragraphing and they don't have any sorts of headings. So again, depending on the grade level, you're going to be seeing different things, but you will look through the writing and notice that some students have an idea of putting different um, subtopics together and some do not. If you're all the way in kindergarten or first grade, it might just be about being able to say, you know, more than one thing and not repeating things about their topic. So perhaps then organization would be the goal that you have, that they organize in a certain way is what might be one of your goals. And then let's see, let's say you're also looking through the writing and noticing that they say one thing, um, one particular thing or fact about their topic, they give you, you know, information in one sentence and that's it. So, you know, elaboration is something you're going to want to see. So as you look through, you're going to be gathering some ideas about what students are doing and aren't doing, are doing and are not doing, and then you'll be able to decide what the goal could be that would be um, significant and impactful for the entire class. I would say that having three goals per unit is a really good number 
of goals to have. Um, and so once you have identified the goals that you're working towards, now you need to decide what are the lessons that you're going to be teaching or what experiences will students be having throughout the unit in order to help meet those goals. So when I say experiences, um, first of all, there is like an immersion process where you're going to introduce the students to um, the focus of the unit. So typically that's important in a genre unit, um, especially if they're in the lower grades and they're not quite remembering all these different genres, you might do some read-alouds and just kind of have some discussion, showing some uh, student exemplars or, um, you know, mentor pieces where they see what the genre is about. If, if it if it is an author study, you would do the same thing, but just about the author and really just reading the books about the author and starting to do some think-alouds and pointing out some of the craft moves that you see. So it depends on what the um, unit focuses. And sometimes if it's like the focus is revising, you might not need to do much immersion, but genre based, you would want to do that. You can also spend some time where students are doing some inquiry. And so this could be part of the, um, immersion process, or it could be later in the unit, but where they're looking at mentor pieces or mentor books, and they're really studying them together and studying them with you. And then another experience would be that of shared writing. I find that this is a really important support throughout a unit. Um, the shared writing is going to focus on all parts of the writing process. And so you'll be able to do from start to finish a piece of writing similar to what your students are working on in their genre so that they can see the whole thing happening. It might take um, one or two sessions sometime, or up to three sessions in order to do it, especially depending on the grade level, but you're having the students help you to produce this piece of writing. So you're still doing the writing, but they are helping you. So that's a really great experience that provides more support and more exposure um, and practice, but with a lot of help. Um, so those things are going to be things you would think about when when are they going to happen how long is it going to take and then you're going to find the mentor text that you want to use for the unit there are plenty of places that you can look for ideas for mentor text especially when they're genre based um revising i would say is going to be more of a um example pieces or previous like modeled pieces or previous student pieces if you have them to be able to show that you might not have as much mentor text for that um, author studies of course you would have some genre um, units you would have some even the writing process you could find a way to use some mentor text but you're going to want to look through them and get ideas for what the lessons are you need to teach. And, you know, like what are the craft moves that you see happening? What are the features of the text that you notice in the genre that you're going to be teaching? And that is a great way to just get some ideas, um, find some things that you can add into the unit to um, teach students. And then one more item that would be helpful in planning your unit, um, if you're district or school has any sort of rubric um, that they're using for writing that of course is going to help you but it depends on how good of a rubric you have so i have spoken previously about the writing pathways book um, the writing pathways book is from um, the teacher's college reading and writing project it does go along with their units of study but you do not have to use the units of study in order to use the resources they also have free resources online readingandwritingproject.com um, that has 
rubrics and student checklists. And so they are really helpful in getting an idea of what could be expected or the expectation um, for each grade level in different strands. So for example, the rubric is going to have organization and they're going to have leads and transitions and spelling and conventions. And so when you look at that, you get an idea of like, okay, this is what I am expecting of them. And then also what I need to help teach them. So it breaks it down a little bit more than just your standard might do. So that's also going to be helpful in kind of just getting an idea of what you're going to be teaching. But if you are very new to Writer's Workshop and you're really doing this on your own and you don't have a resource where you're pulling mini lessons from at this point, what you need to remember is that all of your mini lessons are not going to be amazing and wonderful and beautiful. And they might be um, lessons that you tweak a lot the next time you do them or the lessons overall that you put in your unit. You might end up changing a lot as you learn more and more about teaching writing. Um, but just remember that, as I have said in the previous um, um, episode that the writers are teaching you. You're looking to see what they are doing to help guide you in what you will be teaching them. And so even though you have goals and you might have lessons you know for sure you're going to teach, sometimes when you take a look at the writing the students are doing, you either get a new idea or you realize that the idea you had for tomorrow is above their heads and they're not quite ready for it yet. So you need to go back. Shared writing is also something, always something great to plug in when you're not sure um, how they're doing or if they need some more support. So just remember, you know, don't be afraid to try something and then next time try it differently and see how it goes. And also know that you could do a lesson a certain way for one certain, you know, strategy that you want to teach them that totally flops and maybe it flops that day or maybe you notice within a few days that it hasn't made any difference, just do it again. Do it again in a different way. Um, but you're just always going back to the goals of the unit and, you know, backtrack, like how will you get your students to be able to do that? And then also always looking at your writers and seeing what they're doing overall as a class to help you determine what your next steps would be in your um, in your lessons. And so as you plan your unit, you have a projection of what you want to do, but it's always going to be changing throughout your unit, especially if this is your first time. Also remember that some goals that you have, like elaboration, for example, there's not just one strategy for students to be able to elaborate. There are many different ways to do it. And, you know, there are resources like Jennifer Saravalo's The Writing Strategies book, which is definitely going to give you some ideas. So if you don't have that one, get that one <laughs> and it will be very helpful. Um, but, you know, watch your students as they write and look at the students who have a little bit of elaboration and those who don't and think yourself about how would you, you know, look at the students writing and think, how would you um, help them to say more about that? One of the things um, that we don't often think about is acting things out. Let's say they're working on a how-to piece of writing or a narrative writing. Either one could benefit from the strategy of acting out. So of course, if they're doing a how-to, they can stand up and, you know, walk through it so that they can help to elaborate exactly what is happening or what they need to do. If they're in a narrative piece and they're thinking about the character's action, whether it's from a um, personal narrative, so like a small moment story, or if it's a fiction story that they're creating, when they're thinking about the character's actions, you know, something happened, what did they do? How did they react? Or in this moment in your story, what were you doing? What did it look like? They can stand up and act it out and will really help them to elaborate in that moment. 
And then there are other strategies like just asking questions. So whether they do it themselves as the writer rereading their work or they work with a partner and partners ask each other questions like, what else? Or what did that look like? Or what do you mean? Um, And then that will help them to elaborate more as well. All right. I feel like that's been a lot of information today. So let's kind of go back and I will go over again what we talked about today. So first, we wanted to set a purpose for our unit based on standards um, and decide whether or not we are having uh, doing a genre unit or something different like revising or a launching unit. That will also determine the length of the unit. Then we spoke about choosing goals for the unit. So what it is that you would like the students to be able to accomplish by the end of the unit. Three is a great number. And those goals might also be coming from the baseline writing that the students do. We talked a little bit about the parts of a unit like immersion and then also activities that we would be doing such as shared writing or an inquiry lesson. And spoke about the ideas for the unit lessons Um, And we can get those from mentor texts, also from rubrics, and finally from students' writing, because we know that our unit is going to keep changing, progressing, um, being revised itself as we go. And um, we talked a little bit about what that might look like, what it might look like when you look at the students' writing and set the goals, um, and then also how we might have repeated lessons for the same strategy or goal. Um, I hope, of course, that this was very helpful for you. And if you're listening to this today and think, hmm, I still have a really big question about units, please reach out and let me know. And I would love to talk about it on another episode. Have a great day. Hello again, writing teacher. I am so glad that you are listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment, wherever it is that you do listen, to go ahead and do a review and let people know what's so great about it. I would love for more teachers to be able to get some learning about writing from this podcast. And if you're interested in any further information, you can find me in a couple of places. One is YouTube, Melissa Morrison. I have a lot of videos there for you to to help you with writing instruction. And then also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform LLC, and a Facebook group where you can learn more from me and chat with other teachers. It is called Transform Writing K-8, through and I would love to see you there. Have a great day.